Uh, Enough is Enough, No More Tears. Yes. By Barbara Streisand and Donna Summer. Amazing. So good. Like, it's like an eight-minute song. Yeah. I didn't listen to the whole thing. I didn't. I've I've heard it before, like the regular version, but there is an extended version, which was the first one that popped up. Yeah. It's a ballad, and then it turns into disco. Yes. It's amazing. Yeah. So Uh, it starts with the more Barbara side, and then it gets into (laughs) the Donna side. Totally. Um, Welcome. This is Shades of Grey's A Dark and Twisty Podcast. I am Bethany. And I'm Katie. And we are walking through the halls of Seattle Grace Hospital, talking about Grey's Anatomy, episode by episode. We are in season two. Wow. Episode two. Double deuces. Double deuces. (laughs) Yeah. That's a thing that I say. (laughs) I feel super comfortable with that. (laughs) Super comfortable (laughs) saying that. Um, uh, I, I wrote yes. down, uh, I was wondering, like, who do you think, like, when you Google uh, enough is enough, no more tears, you get this picture of Barbara Streisand and Donna Summer, like, peak disco era Ugh. with their curly hair, yes. kind of back-to-back yeah, faces. And I was wondering, out of Meredith and Christina, which one do you think is the Barbara and which one do you think is the Donna? Who's Babs? <sighs> Yeah. And who's Donna Summer? I think Christina is... Oh, oh boy. You know, my... It's hard to say. My gut instinct was Barbara. Mm-hmm. Um, well, like that be- the beginning of the ballad part, what does she say? How does it go? I don't know. It, w- it was some... It was like a nursery rhyme kind of thing. Me. Okay. Yeah, look it up. Jadar Pupcaster is It's here. raining. It's pouring. My love life is boring me to tears after all these years. Yes! I knew. Yeah, totally. So, yeah. I feel like that's a, more of a Christina thing. But then I think about mm. Christina. I mean, they both dance it out in, yeah. in their time. But, oh, that was Andrew. He's moving something. <laughs> um, well, then it does, I think Donna sings the next part, which is, no sunshine, no moonlight, no stardust, no sign of romance. We don't stand a, ta- a chance. I don't. I think that's more Meredith still, yeah, because she's more romantic and mm-hmm. like flowery imagery, and at least in my head, yeah, she's a little bit more of a romantic. She just has had a crappy childhood. <laughs> oh, yeah, <So. laughs> oh, honey, that did, I like when that shit comes around, and Christina's like, "Oh yeah, I forgot you didn't have parents." Yeah. Like, yeah, like Christina no had you. parents. She had a decent childhood, except her father did die when she was young. Right. Um, that was traumatic. But she had kind of a more normal childhood. There was grown-ups around her. There were grown-ups around. She was not wanting for anything. In this episode, you'll find out that she, her mother bought her a lot of a certain kind of toy. Yes! <laughs> Very exciting. And Meredith always wanted one of those toys. Yeah. And, um... There is a later episode. Well, we'll get there. I'm remind dolls. Okay, about dolls. Yeah. Okay. So we'll talk is, about um, it again. Enough is enough. No more tears. That's the name of this episode. Talking about that amazing it's eight minutes. Enough, <laughs> man. Um, when the episode opens, it's playing Katie Tunstall's "Suddenly, suddenly I See." Suddenly I see uh-huh. what I wanna be. Um, very of the times. Very of the times. <laughs> like, yes. I wrote down, 
a few of the songs in this episode. Nice. I feel like there were a few that really stood out to me. Okay. Um, and uh, that was one of them. Yeah. Nice. Meredith this, is laying yeah. on the bathroom floor wearing the same Dartmouth shirt she was wearing at the bar at the end of the last episode. Yep. Um, the, the voiceover is Meredith saying that she has an aunt who does that uh, say when thing whenever she pours you something, which... Yes. Okay. <laughs> it's not... It's not very specific to your aunt, Meredith. That's a that's a thing right. that lots that of people do. That is a thing. It's not. It's usually a waitress, <laughs> a like a server restaurant thing. The, the guy be, at Olive Garden who gives you the cheese on top. That guy asking you to say when. Yeah. It can be and then anybody. Never say when, including your aunt. But it just, yeah, it's she does specify like I had an aunt that always. Whatever. So like, we know that Meredith has has had an aunt or has an aunt somewhere who we never meet. I don't think so at all. No. Yeah. Um, never comes back to that. So <laughs> um, they're talking about, you know, it's not us, it's them. They're stupid. Yeah. She's on the bathroom floor, like you said, and Christina is in the tub. Yeah. And they're obviously, they've had a rough night. Um, lots of tequila. Lots of tequila. Lots of throwing up. It's not us, it's them, and they're stupid boy, boy. penises. penises. <laughs> um, they're kind of just lamenting about their situations. Yeah. You know, I didn't know he was married. You got no warning before you got dumped. Like, mm-hmm. um, Christina's blaming it on estrogen, that that's the problem. And Meredith says, no, the problem is tequila. <laughs> <laughs> it's how he broke up with me. Like, it was business. You know, mm-hmm. like, he's the boss of me. Which he is. <laughs> he is the boss. <laughs> yeah, they're definitely very drunk. And um, and then she's she's saying, like, what's worse is that I care. Like, I yeah. wish I didn't care about this. He but... turned me into this fat, stupid, pregnant girl. Who cares? Oh, Estrogen. Estrogen. And then Izzy walks in and they're, penises. Penises, Izzy. <laughs> Estrogen, George. Yeah, Izzy and George come in to, like, brush their teeth and... Because yeah. um, it's morning. <laughs> yeah. And Izzy kind of gives a quick summary to George. Um, and George knew it all, which surprises Izzy. He's like, oh, yeah, I already knew all that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, yeah. Izzy says, oh, yeah, this one was apparently sleeping with Burke because she was super surprised. She must have just found that out. Yeah. It kind of seems like maybe Izzy has been taking care of them all night. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, like maybe sure. she was making sure they were drinking water and, and like okay <laughs> yeah it's like getting to the toilet um george knew because mm-hmm. he peeked over the uh staircase and saw yeah in the last episode and when he was being a little sponge meredith feels empty and christina feels pissed off yeah so that's they're them. feeling a lot of things um Lots it seems like feelings. it seems like meredith might still be a little drunk at that moment, at least, yeah. like she seemed a little silly. Yeah, because she's with penises. penises. <laughs> yeah, um, I do kind of like, like Christina's laying in the bath, and then there's like a glass door that's like instead of a shower curtain, mm-hmm. and she keeps like opening the glass door yeah. and like closing it, like she's in a little <laughs> office, like kind of like when uh, George was, oh, kind of like when George was. Uh... <laughs> Andrew's using a drill. If you could hear it in the background. I don't know what the fuck <laughs> It just is like we keep stopping because we hear it and then we start and then it happens. Uh, it's one of those. So 
Um, um, what was I even saying? Oh, like when George uh, really wanted privacy in the bathroom. Yeah. And he just had to keep closing the, the, shower, the door. shower door. And then Izzy like opens it up and is like, vaginas. <laughs> or or tampons. Yeah. yeah, so good. Um, so then they're coming into work. Um, a really good parking spot again. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's kind of around the side of the hospital, but still. It's very much in the For front. a very large hospital. Like when we would go to the hospital in Madison. Yeah. I remember the nurses talking about they had to park like way across the road Aww. somewhere and then take a, they would take a shuttle oh, from shit. their cars to the hospital. Yeah. So there was always like a shuttle running. Yeah. Because there wasn't. Enough parking, parking for them. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't even really seem like there's a parking ramp at Seattle Grace. At least no, not right now. Which is interesting. Yeah. Because um, there should be. So the first thing Meredith says is stop. Derek is yes. trying to talk to her. Derek is kind of waiting around a... Uh, Stupid. Some sort of pole. Um, a column. And he wants to talk. He wants to chat again. Yeah. Because they, she was just at his trailer not that long before. It was last night. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I explained it all last night. Like, come on, I bared my soul to you. Like, oh, Which he kind of did. And she was responding to it, but it wasn't enough. Like she right. can't trust him. There was two months where she didn't know about it, you know? And Addison told her by showing up. Yes. Like it wasn't, it's that thing of like, Okay, are you telling the truth because you actually feel bad or because you're about to get caught? You yeah, because he was caught and she yeah. she showed up all leggy and fabulous. Just true. <laughs> so true. Um, and yeah. yeah, Derek looks sad and he looks kind of embarrassed and... Um, he's, yeah, he's, he's just sad and he's trying to fix it. He just doesn't know what to do. Right. He doesn't know how to fix it. He's depressed about it. Um, and she says, she uses a, uh, like a sink where the plug has been pulled yeah, or something. a sink with an open drain. Yeah. Kind of a... And it just kind of goes right through her. <laughs> and, um, Izzy is like. No, George, George says, says that, yeah. that she could have picked a better metaphor to Izzy. And then Izzy says, well, give her a break. She's got a hangover. <laughs> and Izzy is wearing this amazing, like, hot pink jacket and, like, a light pink V-neck. Pink on pink. She likes her pink. And these, like, really... Whoever dresses Izzy is, like, the, she is you the look, girly one. You look good in pink. You're yeah. a girl. You, you should wear pink. Goyle. Um, girls wear pink. Like a light blue, slightly distressed jean. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Probably low. It was pretty low. Low waisted. Yeah, low for cut. sure. <laughs> yeah. Not high rise. Not high rise. So we're coming in. Burke right away approaches Shepard in the lobby. Yeah, I said sad Derek and regular Burke. <laughs> yep. There's an organ donor coming in, and then there's some kind of conflict like. Who's in OR one at four? All yeah, Derek's OR. His surgery has been bumped. Lots of back and forth. Bump somebody else. Where did it, you know chief? Why can't they chief. do it at their hospital? Because it's a small hospital, so they have to come here. And yeah, yeah. Everybody but Alex is like standing and listening, and um, Derek definitely walks away defeated. Um, yeah, and. Christina kind of makes a joke. Mine's bigger than yours. Yeah, because like everybody was watching. Her ex is uh, <laughs> her it, ex is bigger than your ex. They always do. Derek and Shepard, Shepard and Burke always get in that like pissing contest kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Burke tries to look at Christina 
and she doesn't give in. Yeah. So. And, and well, and after Christina makes that comment, Alex says, whip it out and I'll measure. Because oh, Alex is Alex. He's always there for the jokes about the quip. penises. Totes. Uh, so there's an incoming patient. Oh, also, also, I just wanted to make a note that Christina's wearing that distressed black motorcycle jacket that she wears sometimes. And I think it's like her power jacket because it's the same one that she's wearing, um, in the clinic office. Okay. Yeah. I think she wears that one when she wants to feel stronger, feel a little bit more powerful because it seems like it. Like right now she kind of needs that extra boost. So you know? when she made her appointment at the clinic, it was for the 16th. It seems mm-hmm. like definitely some time has passed, but we don't we don't yeah. know that she's it had her appointment yet. It might have just been like a couple. She has not had her appointment yeah. yet. No. Um, because we deal with that situation later. Yeah. Um, anyway, I just noted that there's some time. I am going to get this dog a toy because she's biting my hand. Oh, no. She wants to play toys. I am bored over here. Yeah. I would like to do something. Okay. But yes, Burke looks at Christina meaningfully, mm-hmm. and she avoids his glance. Yeah, totally. So this is a little tricky. There are several patients coming in all at once. We will to do the, our best to use the names. Yes, to the ambulance bay. I just kind of called them like mom, dad, boy for a while. Yeah. Um, we don't until they the started calling later. each other names. I went back and put the names in. Okay. But, Great. Um, That'll help me. <laughs> so there is a patient we don't know the name of. Um, he's 55, head on collision. Everybody is there trying to help. The mm-hmm. EMT says he's pretty much gone. And Bailey's like, nope, not until I say so. Yeah. Yeah. He's not dead until we say so. And she wants George and Meredith to go and do everything they can to resuscitate him to and- start... Sort of from the basics and just... Yep. Yeah. George doesn't move. He's like, but he's dead. George has a really hard time with this one. Yeah. Which is interesting. It's kind of different from George's normal. He's not usually one to resist. Right. The, like, what he's being told to do. Although he did it a little bit with the chief. He was like... It's true. Maybe after he got the courage to punch Alex... Yeah. Everything changed. He's like, I'm not a pushover sissy boy. I'm not... I'm a man, and I'm, I'm going to question the man. I'm a man. I am. Me gonads, you ovaries. <laughs> oh, my God. That's the stupidest <laughs> fucking line. I can't believe they wrote that in. <laughs> Stupid. Um, so there's three more victims coming. So Meredith and, and George are on, on that guy. Yes. Um, Nurse Olivia and George are, are working together. Yes, and Meredith. Um, they've got the dead ambulance guy. Uh, trying to resuscitate him. They He's pulseless. They try the paddles. George is kind of like, seriously? Yeah. We're still going to keep doing this. And Olivia's putting jelly on the paddles and like <laughs> biting her lower lip. And like, she wants to talk. She's still got a little thing for him. Can I, you know, you're, you've had ultrasounds. You're familiar mm-hmm. with the ultrasound jelly. Oh, yeah. Um, they always, I feel like that's a thing in medical TV shows. They're like, it's a little cold, you know. They usually warm it up. Oh, now that's like, nice. Yeah, they have something that warms it, like a bottle warmer, kind of. Yeah, well, I think it's built into the thing that they roll in with the whole oh, ultrasound nice. now, because it's usually in a little holder, and then they they'll take it out and it'll be a little hot, almost. Nice. Yeah. When I was in high school, we had like really fancy heart rate monitors. So they came in this big like roll down bag that they would hang. Um, like in our locker room and you had a number and it was like a hard plastic piece and then your watch 
was at the bottom that corresponded with it. And you had to buy like the elastic strap that hooked in. And so every day you had to like, Katie's like turning up her nose and staring at me. I'm just very, I, so this you, is a sports thing. So, is this but the thing every, that no, they all do every gym class had to do this oh, because right. I went to a rich school. Okay. <laughs> so what it was, <laughs> and then they had the ultrasound jelly to be a better conductor. So what you had to do was Gosh. get this hard plastic strap and then like hook your like elastic thing into it, have like little connectors and then get the right uh-huh. watch and get it to like sync with yours. So it was only reading yours and put the like jelly on the connectors. So it's like right where your bra ends, like yeah. right underneath your bra. Well, I've had, I've had heart rate monitors. I mean, when I was pregnant like, yeah. that they strap around you. It was like that. But yeah. every day you did that for gym class and you had to get 20 minutes quote in the zone. So for 20 minutes of gym class, your heart rate had to be between 120 and 180 beats per minute. So, so you have to actually try in gym you class. You actually had to because they could <laughs> fucking the track it on the computer. <laughs> I, I did the absolute least that I could possibly do in gym class. When we had to run the mile, um, I walked it yeah. for most of it. And then whenever the gym class teacher said something, then I would kind of jog. But yeah. mostly just walked it. So I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna do I that. I don't care. I am such a rule follower that so girls would like not get it to sync with their thing, and then it wouldn't work, and they'd be like, "Well, you can't give me a zero because I was trying." Yeah. Or the other thing was, if you're really out of shape, you could like walk and get in the zone. But then girls who were like in cross country, mm, they'd they be try like a lot harder sprinting, and it would just not beat because their heart was in such good. Like it's yeah. not a perfect system. No, it's not. And um, then of course somebody would always take the wrong fucking watch, and then yeah. it was like a different watch with it, and it you just had to seems like so complicated for a school thing like that. Just seems every day ridiculous. in gym class and in Illinois, you have to have eight semesters of gym. You oh. always had to do gym. Oh, no. Except one of them was, like, <laughs> driver's ed. <laughs> and it, we did not have driver's ed offered at school, so I had to take that outside of yeah. that. But that would have been my gym class. I put <laughs> off my whatever semesters I had to take of gym until my senior year. So I only had to do two. I think it, I think it might have been four. So it might have okay. been junior and senior or something like that. Yeah. But I put it off as long as I could. <laughs> As I possibly could. I think there were a couple of, like, specialty gym classes we didn't have to. Like, maybe, I I think there was, like, a weightlifting class. And then there was, like, a dance or something. Okay. But, um, yeah. We just had maybe a couple different gym classes, just different periods that people could take them. Like, if they couldn't get into... Yeah, no. One they would take the other. Like, yeah. yeah. No. Um, so ultrasound jelly is something I'm very familiar with, <laughs> even though I haven't had a lot of ultrasounds. That was my whole story. <laughs> and of course, girls were like, "That's gross. Like, I don't want to do that." It's Have, like, slimy. Yeah. yeah. It's not. It's that not fun. super fun. It yeah. usually gets on your clothes too. It does. Well, yeah, and it's our gym uniform, so like it's just like t-shirts and shorts and stuff. So you're just like wiping it on. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. Anyway, um, George, yeah, he does the, like, seriously, and George, then yeah. Olivia calls him George and then corrects herself and says Dr. O'Malley. Dr. O'Malley, and Meredith is kind of like, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. O'Malley, yeah, because she, yeah, Olivia says something about how Dr. Bailey would want him to keep going. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so our other driver, 46, Mr. Bob Siebert, comes in. Yes. Um, um, he has a bad liver. His wife 
wanted to make sure of that. He was not wearing a seatbelt. Yeah. That was kind of the, oh, he was unrestrained. Um, yep. Izzy gets the patient first. Um, they're going to page Burke and then Domner, mm-hmm. who we see later, Dr. Domner. Um, Alex gets the son, Scotty, and then Yang, Christina gets Leah, with the, the mom. mom. Yep. yep. Bailey is like, okay, I want scans in 15 minutes. Like, and yeah. then Christina tried to go with the the first one, the one that yeah. was the Mr. The dad, Mr. Siebert. Mr. Siebert. But she didn't get it fast Because he enough. seemed like the worst off. He yeah. was definitely the worst off. <laughs> she wanted so to go she wanted surgery. that, yeah. <laughs> um, but then there's somebody else. There's a secretive bowel obstruction yes, there's, guy. there's one more guy, and it wasn't someone who came through with the ambulance. He right. has a bowel obstruction, and yep. Bailey kind of looks at him. And I think the guy says it looks like it's drugs. Yep. Film, films look like it's drugs. This guy has kind of a goofy bowl cut. He just looks kind of... He's kind of goofy. Kind of dorky. Almost Midwestern-y. Blonde, you know. curly hair. Kind yeah. of like yeah. Ordinary. And Bailey's watching them, uh, watching like George and uh, Meredith do, you know, the next step. Peri- periocentesis. Yep. Um, George wants to call it. Bailey wants him to keep working. Yes. She wants him to do everything. Uh, and what will he, what would he do next? And yep. Um, it's a pericardial window, and then she pulls Gray to come do the bulbs, bulb obstruction. <laughs> yeah, which sounds so fun. It's and so exciting. Olivia's all cute. She's like, what next, doctor? Like, <laughs> stupid. <laughs> um, and then we have the credits. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, she's, like, looking up at him like, oh, what's next, doctor? Yuck. Uh, <laughs> I just, that kind of, that level of, like, sugary sweetness, oh, I have no interest she's in. She's very sweet. Um, so then Derek is fighting with Richard. He's got a flashlight. He's trying to <laughs> check on the chief and he's not happy about it. Yeah. He's, he's like fighting him. Want to be done being examined. And then in uh, Saunters Adele. Adele. Yes. She was supposed to be in the Virgin Islands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he's in fancy jammies again. Yep. Um, the chief, uh, yeah, he doesn't want to be discharged, it seems like, because that's what Derek is kind of checking on. Yeah, like if because... He, if he's doing okay. And that's why Adele, why Adele is here. Um, she kind of teased him, like, oh, you just want to be at the hospital and... He didn't tell her that he had brain surgery, which was the big thing. Dude, come on. You gotta Ooh. tell your wife. And then he's like, Derek, you called my wife? And Derek is like, you called mine. You called mine. So, fuck you. Like, Ooh. and then Addison actually comes in. With her coffee and looking all cool. And, yeah. they. Yeah. She, like, greets Adele very kindly. And, and they know each other. Yeah, it's another moment where you're like, oh, they have known each other since before. Yes. Which is an interesting point. Yeah, for sure. And both men look very nervous. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Derek is still aggressively angry like he's yeah he's passive aggressively angry addison and i are over he just says very yeah adamantly and yeah in front of in the, front of adele like he's he's yeah. telling adele this yeah there's no secrets we're like, we're over he's very mad addison says well it's not like we're divorced but but derek's like no it's done <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs> no it's done and adele wants him to give her another chance yeah which I think is also interesting because she would know this sort of situation. We don't know this yet. <laughs> but there has been some infidelity within her marriage. Mm-hmm. That It's a similar... Yeah, there's a there's sort of a... 
There's some parallels. parallels. Yeah. Yes. Um, so then we're with Alex working on Scotty. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're kind of like flipping back and forth. Yeah. Between Scotty and the mom. The two different x-ray rooms while they're getting their x-rays done. And so Scotty starts telling Alex about the day where his parents were fighting at breakfast. Yep. Um, and that it gets really bad when his dad yeah. gets like this. Um, and that his dad had run three stoplights. And then you see the mom and she's saying, oh, no, my husband is a really good driver. He's a really good driver. Like, you know, she's something's not lining up. They're telling basically opposite stories. Opposite stories. And it's just it's flashing from like Christina working with uh, Leah, the mom, to Alex working with Scotty, getting mm-hmm. one, you know, the stories directly contradict each other. And then. Um, yeah, the son says that a pickup cut them off, which is the first guy that came in. Yes. He was the driver of the pickup. Uh-huh. And then the mom's like, oh, he saw something in the road and swerved to avoid it. And I, I don't know what it was, but... Right, she made uh, up a different story. <laughs> yeah, and the son said he started chasing that guy, like, oh, through traffic. It sounds so scary. So scary. To, like, be stuck in the car while someone's mm-hmm. losing it. And um, this, this road, back and road forth... Road rage is scary. Dude, fuck that. Like the thought of that. There was one time I accidentally cut off a guy. He was just in my blind spot and I didn't see him. And yeah. I felt horrible about it, you know, yeah. immediately after. But I see in my rear view mirror, he had his, the middle finger up towards me. Sure. For like a good minute. <gasps> like just a very long oh, extended fuck. time holding it up. And I'm just looking like, oh no, this is weird. And then he like followed me and he was turning oh, all the same ways that shit. I was turning. He followed me all the way to my house. And like I pulled in to the parking lot like oh my gosh what am i gonna do and i kind of look behind me and i see him drive slowly past (gasps) looking it was so scary but nothing happened after that but no but he harassed you yeah like yeah followed you home yeah oh my god so scary i have definitely like there was i remember one time like being in the car with my brother-in-law and someone cut him off and he like gave them the finger for a long time but it was it was a situation where someone did it very intentionally uh, and like my brother-in-law that's scary had too. his kids in the car like yeah. what are you doing like yeah. so it's yeah and and so that feels very much like like make a gesture make a movement where it's like i see what you did i got it that's like, fine yeah but all right, I'm so saying middle finger, yeah. fine. But, right, don't follow me home. Like, right. that's too far. That's, like, horrifying. Yeah. So scary. Ugh. Yeah, so then this back and forth kind of ends with Scotty saying that the son of a bitch got what he deserved. Mm-hmm. And there's really dramatic music, and Alex is staring. And yeah, there's yeah. something there. Like, there's something deeper going on. Yeah. Um. So then Izzy and Burke are in surgery with the dad. And Dr. Sumner. Um, I thought it was Domner. Domner. Sorry. I didn't write it down here. Oh, so no, I that's okay. Early. I just wanted to. I was yeah. like, oh, no, not here. You're right. Okay. Nope, it's Domner. Um, they talk about seatbelts. You should really wear your seatbelt. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Dr. Domner has palm trees on his scrub cap that when they flashed to him, I definitely, my brain saw pot leaves. <laughs> and then I had to go back and look again because it's like sideways palm trees. Totally. Yeah, <laughs> just like the tops because it's like, cut weird. What? And you're like, oh my god, a hippie doctor? So, so progressive. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah, I yeah. can see that. Um, he doesn't want to work on the bowel since the liver is so bad. And Yeah, he says it's just kind of not worth it. Um, 
Yeah. Izzy is reporting um, that he is going to need a liver transplant. Yes. And Dr. Burke asks if the family is here. Mm -hmm. Because family is probably the best bet for a donor. Yeah. Um, So Christina is working on the mom, Leah. And um, there's some really deep bruising on her back. Yeah, really deep bruising. It's like yellow. Like it's not. Yeah. Christina says it looks bad and. The mom tries to say that it it's from the accident, like, oh, we were hit so hard. Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. And Christina's like, I don't think this is from the accident. It's at least two weeks old. Yeah. And and she the wife looks really scared. Yeah. She won't say anything. Yeah. Um it does. It, it's like her whole lower back. It looks really bad. It's bad. It's big. Um, so then Bailey um is asking George for a check-in and um like, you know, asks him to keep going and um, she's like, what, do you think we're, like, defiling this body? Like, why do we do it? Why? We hump and we hump hard. Why? I know. It's such a gross. But she does. That's what she says. They say it so many times. I know. It's fucked up. In this like, episode. And it was like, I mean, that's what we called sex in middle school. Humping. You know? Humping. Yeah. Yeah. That was a, that was a, that was a thing. Do you know what we called sex in middle school? What? Schmecks. Did you really? Is that no. why you hate it? Oh. <laughs> Origin story. <laughs> no, I was just no, teasing you. No, that's too you. close to sex. You wouldn't have said that in middle school. I agree. No, but yeah, they do use that. They use the term humping. And um, she's like, okay, well, why do we do it? And George is like, we do it for experience. And she goes, but also. And, like trying to get something else from him. And then she kind of leaves it like, I'll let you think about it. But you keep going. You think about you that. You figure, figure it out and let me know later. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so Mr. Hubble is the, the bowel, obstruction. bowel obstruction guy. <laughs> I don't think he has a first name or if he does, I don't know if they know say it. it. I think she only says Mr. Hubble like once. Which too. is fine because she's being yeah. respectful. Yeah. Yeah. It's a nice name for that kind of, like he seems kind of bumbly and kind of, he seems normal. So, right? He starts talking and it took me a minute and then I was like, oh no, because he's it's saying one. <laughs> It's like that thing of when you instantly know which patient it is because yeah, he's you can't, talking yeah, about Meredith, how beautiful she is and oh Mer- well, yeah, Meredith asked him what he ate because she she's trying like, to get what, him to say what did you swallow because we need you to tell like if he was able to tell her then they would know and then they would be able to approach it the right way rather than maybe they don't need to yeah do certain things or well, maybe they can wait a little bit tell or me what it is yeah. if it's drugs like we have to <laughs> get in there a little faster um. And he won't tell her, but he's just like, you have the most beautiful features. They're delicate, almost porcelain. That's when I was like, no, ah! no, 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 no. And then he's like, oh, I'm, I'm worried it will offend you. I promise it's not drugs, though. And then instantly we see the scan guy and he yeah. goes, it's drugs. <laughs> he's like, I promise it's not drugs. It's drugs. <laughs> yeah, they only show that that guy once, but I feel like I think he has a little thing for Meredith. I think he was playing it like that. Was he? Like, oh, this is a hot girl that I'm talking to. Yeah. Because, like, it's, it's drugs. Look, like, mm. Yeah. And at least I, I'd, get, I'd guess it it was cocaine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just because the way he's talking to her is like, oh, he's kind of showboating a little bit. Yeah. You know? I just think it's so great that they cut from him going, it's not drugs. It's drugs. <laughs> it's, it's so well played. Like, yeah. yeah, I really like that. 
And, um... Yeah, so it looks like there's at least ten balloons in his stomach. And she's just kind of like, oh, okay. Damn it. Like, yeah. Uh, Bailey looking at the x-rays of Scotty and his mom. Um, and Alex is saying, like, wow, Scotty was really lucky. Like, no fractures, no internal bleeding. Mm -hmm. Um... But the mom, Christina says, has, like, multiple he- healed fractures. Yeah, when they put her her x-ray up there, um, Bailey really reacts to it. She's, damn. Like, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Because she, she says that it looks like she's either a bull rider or she's abused. Yeah. She has some a lot of injuries. It's bad, bad injuries. It's not, it's not even... It was not just a car wreck. It's right. This, it's a, a pattern of abuse. Yep. Um, and so Alex is like, well, Scotty said it was road rage. And Christina's like, my patient called it something else. Like, and like, Bailey. That is not the story I got from her. Yeah. Bailey is just teaching it up. She's like, okay, what do we do? What do we, you know, what's next? Like, what does she need? Christina says yeah. that she needs bed rest and a shrink. Yep. Um, Bailey is just like on top of the teaching game in this one. She's it's such a good teacher. So good. Yeah. You know, I feel like some episodes emphasize that more than others, mm-hmm. but she is so good in yeah, this, this one. Yeah, this is one of the teaching episodes. Yeah. And um, then Meredith comes in with her bowel obstruction guy scans and yep. says, It's drugs. drugs. <laughs> and Bailey yeah. says, Stupid, stupid, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and then she starts quizzing them. Yep, what do we do? What does that mean? Like, what do we do? Yeah, start, and they start to leave her and Izzy and Meredith, or not Izzy, Christina. Yeah. And Meredith start to leave. And then Alex like, are you sure it's drugs? Because I then, see a face. Yeah, Bailey, it, again, very good teacher. Is like, do you have a reason to believe it's not? Like, she's, yeah. she's genuinely asking. Yep. And, um, yeah, that one has a face. There's a face. Oh, that one has face. They all have faces. Oh, and um, like, what is this? Like, what is it? And Bailey recognizes <laughs> it. I'll be damned. They're, They're Judy's. Judy's. <laughs> it's really nice because the camera's like basically behind the like x-ray yeah it's what so they're can, looking like, at see yeah. it, like see their faces and then like see the judy faces yeah oh it's so good yeah it's uh, the heads of 10 judy dolls judy are what dolls. what are in his that's what he swallowed he swallowed 10 judy do- which is it's barbie barbie yeah they just couldn't use barbie yeah it's it's the word for Barbie in the Grey's universe. Yeah, totally. The Judies. The Judy dolls. Um, so then um, Christina and Meredith are hanging out at the nurse's station, kind of working on some stuff. Yeah, Christina, this is that moment I was talking about. Christina's mom used to buy her Judy dolls all the time. Yeah. Like she, which she did not like. And Meredith always wanted one, but never got one. Yeah, Christina's mom bought her Manhattan Judy and Surfer Judy and Disco Judy. And Christina's all like, oh, they're sexist, evil, devil, <laughs> she, she distorted. Says she, she would cut off the arms and the hair, or like shave, shave the heads. Yeah. Which I also did, but not out of malice. Right. You, you were know? styling them. Yeah. Uh,. I never did that. I also drew on mine. Um, the ones that the heads would like pop off and you couldn't get them to stay back on. Those were like the alien Barbies that would come visit the Ooh. other Barbies. Yeah, I didn't do any of that. I just, I would always pop off. had a rich off. inner life of imagination. Oh, for child. sure. I guess <laughs> I feel like I was not allowed to draw on them. Oh, yeah. Also, I shared them with my sister and then like. Mine were all. All like garage sale yeah. Barbies. They're, they I had very some life rarely in them. got. Yeah, <laughs> I very rarely got new 
toys, <laughs> new Barbies, especially. Sorry. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to sneeze. Sneeze. Um, so then Bailey is like, why are you so bitter? Like, well, they're just she's... dolls. And um, this, so this is what I was going to say earlier. There is later, there's an episode where Meredith is playing with a doll that's like a pregnant doll. Well, it's, no, it's Anatomy Jane. Anatomy Jane. That's It's like an it anatomy doll that shows all the inner parts. You can, like, take off the stomach yeah. and take out the organs. Which was, so, like, her, that was her Judy that doll. That was her Judy doll. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And it was well-loved. Like, maybe it was her mom's. It got passed down or something. Or she just played with it a lot. Well, yeah, her mom gives it to her. But, yeah, Anatomy Jane is kind of a plot point later. Yes. That, to illustrate the Ellis Thatcher relationship because it's something that yeah um, she was saving for Mer- it was supposed to be for Meredith's birthday and then Thatcher gives it to her early because he can't handle her being sad about yeah stuff or something and I think it's like Meredith's mom would have only picked something that had something other than fun to give yes something <laughs> educational it's gonna make her a doctor yeah you know yep yeah so yeah Meredith kind of says like oh my mom never got me those but it, yeah she but- never she never had a Judy doll yes um, yeah. so Meredith has to book an OR, do a psych consult, and, um, uh, Bailey wants to bump somebody in the OR because it has to happen today. Yes. Yeah. It's got, they've got to come out or it's going to be an issue. Because an obstructed bowel becomes a necrotic bowel. Yeah. Did you say everything that Christina said about the dolls? All I wrote down was sexist, distorted devil toys. <laughs> That create unrealistic image expectations catering to the porn-driven minds of men. Oh. Yes. Hell yeah, girl. Get on that soapbox. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Sometimes Christina can be very feminist. Sometimes she cuts down other women. Yep. For no good reason. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and sometimes she sees masculinity equaling strength. Yes. She so. She's a complex individual. Yeah. She has layers <laughs> like an onion. Yeah. Um... So now, this next scene, we get some musical stuff. Uh, Ooh. Just a Ride by Jem, which I was like, I really, like, I have a strong reaction to this song. I know the song, but I did not have, no, this is season two. I did have the the soundtrack to this. Yeah, you didn't have three. But I equate this song not with Grey's Anatomy but with the OC because it, it was oh. on the OC season one soundtrack mix one okay yeah yeah um it's just a ride it's just a ride no need to run no need to hide na, 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 I have no na, associations na, na. no nope yeah I don't think it was on there on the Grey's it one. might not have been on the Grey's maybe one and maybe that's why yeah. but I was like no that's definitely OC <laughs> this is an OC song why are they playing what but I heard it and I was like I gotta figure out what this is. But yeah, it's nice. just a ride by Jem. Okay, cool. Also very of the time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, and we're in the OR with Burke and Dr. Domner and Izzy and he, the dad really needs a new liver and yep. Um, got- he's not going to get any better without it. So Izzy kind of asks like, hey, what about that donor from Wilkinson that's coming in? And um, but Burke says, you know, those are already spoken for. Yes. Um, and the only hope is a family donor. So, mm-hmm. um, Domner wants to fucking call it because yes, he there's does. <laughs> no use in tying up an OR. Yeah. He which, doesn't want to do all the work that he would have to do yeah. if the guy's just going to die from his liver anyways. Um, but Burke says, how, how long do you need to fix this? Yeah. Um, and he says six hours. So they have six hours to find a new liver. 
And Domner really only defers to Burke because he is the interim chief. Yeah, he kind of says it passive aggressively. Oh, like, well, chief. you are the chief. Mm-hmm. So George and Olivia are still working on the dead guy. <laughs> Um, they're still trying working. to reach family members and no family has shown up yet. Um, Olivia is trying to talk to yeah. him about the Alex and syphilis <laughs> stuff. Yeah. George really does not want to deal with this. Olivia apologizes and you know, she, she's really awkward, but she's trying oh. so hard. And George is like stapling his chest clothes and he's like stapling it really mad. Yeah, he's like, he's not having it. Yeah. He yeah. does not want to talk about this. He doesn't want to have any conversation. He nope. wants to avoid it entirely. And she's like, I'm sorry. Like I should have known that I, I had it. Like I didn't know I had syphilis. Like, I should have known. I'm a nurse. I should have known, which was kind of a funny thing. She's like, like well, I had the rash. It was itchy. Uh, yeah, there was a lot. It's like, well, yeah. <laughs> that was kind of silly. Yeah. But um, George gets saved by the chief. <laughs> yes. He gets a page. Um and he kind of fumbles against, like, the table and yeah. stuff. <laughs> and he starts to walk out. And Olivia's like, well, you got you to gotta call it. He, for a second, he doesn't know what she's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, call what? Um, the thing you've been wanting to do this entire time. Call the time of death. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, oh. Yeah. So then he calls it and leaves. So they get to be done working on him. Yeah. Um, and then we're with Alex and Scotty. Yep. He's um, moving him somewhere, moving the bed. And Scotty's like knocking a rhythm out on the bed. It's almost like a comfort thing. Like yeah. A, like a nervous tick kind mm-hmm. of. And there was somebody else walking with them, maybe like a transport person or a nurse or something. And Alex is like, oh, I got it. Like kind of calls him off. Mm-hmm. And Alex starts talking about the Judy heads, but he doesn't really get much reaction. He's yeah, trying to like find the a elevator. point of yeah. 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 And kind of trying to distract him almost. It's yeah. like he knows what's going on, but he's trying to yeah. approach it. And then Alex starts talking to him because he knows. Um, mm-hmm. Alex just... Starts right in, says, you know, when you're little, you can hide and ignore and pretend. Then you feel obligated to do something and, like, stop it and protect. And are you angry at yourself or your old man? And it's very clear Alex is speaking from experience. He's been through the same sort of situation where his dad has been abusive. Yeah. And um, to his mother and not to him, which is the same thing that Scotty's going through. Right. And he knows it's been going on a long time. Yeah. Um, and it's clear from Scotty's scans that he hasn't been receiving most of the physical abuse because he doesn't have like those multiple he- healed fractures like his mom does. Yeah. Um, and so Alex is saying like this, you know, it goes one way when you're little, like, and then it gets like this when you're older, like. It's clear that Alex endured it for a lot of years, and that so has Scotty, because Scotty mm-hmm. knows exactly what he's talking about. Like, Yeah, Scotty says, what do you do about that anger? Yeah. And Alex says, you think about the guy who ate the Judy dolls. Or, yeah. You know? <laughs> well, yeah, Scotty, like, finally stops tapping, and he asks, yeah. like, did my mom say something? Like, he's yeah. kind of hoping that Alex knows because his mom finally told the truth, mm-hmm. but Alex is like, no, I just... I just like, no. I saw the scans. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um... Yep, and so, yeah, Alex is like, oh, the doll head guy, he has problems, you know, like, yeah. we kind of defer, we He's trying distract. to deflect, yeah. Yeah, and then um, Izzy shows up. She's waiting outside the elevator, looking for them. And Scotty just knows, he says, it's my father. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of dramatic. <laughs> he knows what it's about. But um, I thought that's a really, in, like, 
those dynamics of like when you're little, you can hide and ignore and pretend mm-hmm. it's not happening. Like to share that with somebody who you've just met is like really horrifying. But like there's so many people with those experiences that are yeah. like, yep, that's how I used to run it when I was little. And then as I got older, it was like this, like, oh, it's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then we're in with Leah, the mom. Mm-hmm. Um, she says, well, Bob liked his beers. She's kind of like really downplaying. Really softening it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that they've known for a while, you know, that his liver was as bad as it is. And Scotty is a match, but he's yep. 18 and he did counseling and stuff. And they want him to sort of come to the decision and not just the make mom- it out of snap, like a snap decision. She doesn't want to pressure him. Right, right. Um, and Christina chimes in, you know, she's like, hey, family members shouldn't do it out of obligation. And Burke, of course, shoots her a look. Yeah. Christina is getting very emotionally involved with this. And they don't really talk about it totally. But it does. It She does know about the abuse. And that's kind of the reason that she gives for this. But what I think, it feels more like she doesn't want someone who to have sort of this sort of medical situation thrust upon them. Right. That person, it's that person's body, that person's choice. Yeah. It's kind of the underlying theme, I think, for her. Like, yeah. I think she is bringing her own situation. Yeah, Her totally. own pregnancy sort of into it. Of, like, she gets to decide. No one gets to decide for her. Right. Yeah. And, but... I don't know. That thing she's saying, like, family members shouldn't do it out of obligation. Mm -hmm. She's not wrong. No, she's not wrong. It's more just the way that she's sort of pushing it into the conversation. I think that that's what Burke is kind of giving her a look about. But I also think, you know, Burke is looking at it like we're trying to save somebody, but Mm. he's not looking at it. And this is my patient. Yeah. Right. He's not looking at it from anybody else's perspective except from being the doctor of a person yeah, who's dying which yeah. is fine because that's his job you yeah know? but she's leah's doctor and mm-hmm. is trying to like she's trying to advocate but also she knows like she she wants to advocate for what leah wants but she also wants to advocate for what leah needs or right. what she perceives that she needs yeah um and yeah, Leah's like, oh, I don't, you know, I don't want to pressure Scotty. And Christina's like, yeah, you shouldn't. Yeah. Like, and, <laughs> no, um, like, don't. Yeah. yeah. And, and Leah says, like, I don't want to lose Bob. Like, yeah. Which is really fucking sad. It's really sad. She's teary eyed. And, uh, yeah, Burke is definitely mad at Christina. Mm-hmm. So they, they, he walk pulls her aside out outside. of the patient room. Yeah. And she, he's like, care to explain? Like, um, well, you know, he's really stern with her. Yeah, and she explains that Seabird is a wife beater and she has multiple fractures and um Burke says and he didn't, I didn't know that he didn't know that, but you still have to try to save everybody no matter what, and you still have to think like a surgeon. Yeah. But I mean, she has a kidney bleed, like mm-hmm. it's you know, it's not like not that any level of abuse is acceptable, but Christina's right. looking at the severity of the situation, and yes. it's like, that dude fucking killed somebody during road rage. Yeah. He's been beating his wife for years. Yeah. Like, come on. And so I liked that Berg gave a little. He mm-hmm. said, I didn't know that. 
And then he corrects her and is like, you have to think like a surgeon. Like, yeah. Um, Which we you have know, a dying she patient. normally doesn't have a problem with thinking like a surgeon. Very rarely. Uh, but, you know, estrogen, guys. <laughs> and, you know, it's more complicated for that. And Burke yeah. is like, yeah, for social workers, for family, not for you. And he fucking mm. wags his finger in her face Ugh. and says, it's not up to you. No. And, and it's not. But it is more complicated for her because... She is thinking about it like this situation like <laughs> is being thrust upon right. them. Yeah. Right. And um, she has complicated feelings about it. He says, it isn't up to you. And she says, yeah, you made that perfectly clear. As he's walking away and he hears it and like whips around. Uh, but she ends up getting the last word. Yeah. So. Yeah, she does. Yeah. Girl. Ooh, it sucks. It's like, yeah, very rarely is she caught in the middle of a thing with her personal life mm-hmm. and her patience. But, um, yeah. Yeah. It's poor It's rough. Yeah. Um, then we have Burke and Patricia do talking about chief things on the bridge. Walk and talk. On that little bridge. And Meredith comes up with the, the x-rays, which is good. Um, <laughs> she needed that, uh, <laughs> that sort of image for them. Because she needs to bump an OR. Um, and she shows them the scans of uh, Mr. Hubble's situation. And Burke's <laughs> like, what? For drugs? Ten Judy doll heads. And Burke gets a, seriously? <laughs> Which is, oh no, it's Patricia, isn't it? Uh, I don't know. I didn't oh, write it down. Damn, Someone okay. says seriously. Um, and she holds it up. And Patricia, Patricia says, I can see their little faces. Help! Let me out. <laughs> I feel like it is Burke that says seriously. I could be uh, yeah. wrong, but he says something. Um. So yeah, then Burke gives her permission to bump somebody, but says like, "Don't tell them. Don't tell what you're removing." <laughs> yeah. Um. So and also Burke told Patricia before this he wanted to talk to Unos Unos about the son's liver, mm-hmm. which is the national organ donation. Yeah. Something the transplant. Yeah, that's who it is. Whoever um, needs to okay it for that to go ahead. Dude, you know's come is so wrapped up in the gray stuff, like with Denny. It's oh, all yeah. you know's. It's yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll learn it before then. Yeah, we we learn more about <laughs> organ stuff as we go along. We yeah. talk more about it many times. Many times. Um. So Adele, uh, is in the chief's office when Burke gets there. Um, wasn't. It feels like Burke was walking the opposite way with Patricia, though. No, he wasn't. No? No, I can towards... see it in my head. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, then that's good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so he walks into the chief's office, and Adele is there picking up some things, putting them in a box. Yep. And um, Patricia and Adele wave at each other. They know yeah, each other. Yeah, Patricia brings in some time cards, intern time cards or something. Yep. And Adele's like, oh, it's always something, isn't it? And Chief's a lot like being an intern. Work never stops. Like, yeah. And um, Adele says she was relieved when she found out that he had a tumor. Yeah, because maybe he would finally have to retire. Ooh, and that perks up Burke. Oh, yeah. He used the word retire. And like, oh, yeah, Burke kind of like was ignoring her. And then mm-hmm. he like looks up when she says retire. Yeah, and she says that it's the perf- that he's perfect for the job because... He's unattached and obsessive, and the job would be enough for him. This hospital, this job, that would be enough for you, isn't it? And then he kind of pauses as she's leaving the room, and he's kind of thinking, like, is it enough for me? Is it enough? I don't know. Uh, Thank you. Enough. Um, 
Adele, to me, her voice always sounds like she's about to cry. I think she just sounds very young. Like, it, it's mm. almost like a childlike voice. Like, breathy, sort of yeah. a high. Especially later on when certain situations happen. Um, and she sounds even younger. Yeah. Because of other things. But, yeah. But just, like, her very... It's a high-pitched voice. Yeah. It's sort of soft. Yeah. It's breathy. It's... Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Childlike, almost. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then Izzy and Alex are talking to Scotty, they're talking mm-hmm. to the son, and he he's very conflicted. Yeah. yeah. He was like, My counseling said not to force the decision, but like, shouldn't this be easy? And Izzy is kind of making the basic pitch. It's almost like their their roles have been reversed here between Alex and Izzy. Yeah. Like she's kind of giving the basic pitch. She doesn't really know all of the She's background. She's been in the OR all day. Yeah. Um, but she's like, oh, you you won't be able to run a marathon anytime soon. But, but like, the liver grows back and recovery is really manageable. Yeah. And Alex fucking grabs her arm and drags her out. Yes. Um, uh, yeah. And he kind of ye- yells at her and says, you're giving him the sales pitch. You don't know what's going through his head. Yeah. No nothing. definitely yeah. snaps at her. And she's kind of blindsided. Like, yeah. whoa. She like, had no idea. Where this was coming from. Well, yeah, yeah, nobody knows Alex has endured this abuse, is really identifying with this kid. Right, exactly. He's kept that all to himself. So, um, yeah, Izzy's just, like, doing her thing of being, like, it could go really well for you. Like, Mm -hmm. it could be great. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, So then George gets to discharge the chief. Yep, him and Adele and the chief. He's pushing the chief in a wheelchair, and Adele's walking by with the box and... There, he's getting discharged, and he's uh, yelling at George to call three times a day. And, and she's and like, "Don't call!" I was like, "Don't call!" <laughs> he's like, "Call till she puts you through." And yeah, yeah. <laughs> very. It's that same thing of like right before he went under, he was like, "Which thing are you using? What stitch are you yeah, using?" You know, it's yeah. like he can't let it go. He can't let it go. This is his life. Um, can I tell? Him? Personal yes. story. Oh, please do. So um, I went in to have a drink where I work. Um, obviously, you know, I'd already worked that morning, but um, they were kind of busy. And so they ran out of one. So I got ones out of my bag and was kind of, you know, bopping around. Not really like behind the counter or anything, but just like trying to do what I could to make their life a little easier. And um, then we went to a different bar, came back to have one more. Um, and Alex, who's one of my coworkers, not Alex Karev. Right. Um, <laughs> looks at me and he goes, uh, I will sell you this glass of wine on one condition. And I was like, what are you talking about? He goes, you are only allowed to have this glass of wine if you promise to sit here as long as you want after close and not help. Yes. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> and I... Well, yeah, anytime that you and I... Go there and like you're not working. Don't work. I almost did. I was like, I don't know. And I was like, what if? And he was like, I'm gonna hang on to this glass of wine. You decide. Um, Do you really want the wine? And then somebody out, Paige, came over and I was like, oh sweet, like he passed it off. She doesn't know. And she goes, Do you promise? And I was like, Damn it. <laughs> and of course, while I was sitting there, I saw, but not a bunch. They they did a great close, but just something. And I was like. Well, I could, and then I was like, nope, I could help with that. Um, yeah. But here, I could just do it. Uh, <laughs> I'll just, just really quick, just let me, no. No. Um, Andrew and I learned that we don't know how to play any two people card games. 
We, oh, we tried really? to play war, and then we tried to play go fish, and we're like, I don't think we're doing this right. <laughs> so, but it was nice. It was I I get that of somebody having to like lay down the rules for you of yeah. like, don't call, don't come here, don't you know what I mean? Yeah, it's not your shift. You're not getting paid. Don't work. But <laughs> I can help. Yeah. Anyway, um. So, George yeah. is, like, kind of going to go with Adele, it sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to try and not bother the chief while he's off. Yep. And we see the uh, psych guy, the psych yeah. doctor, who we have seen many times, um, leaving uh, Mr. Hubble's room. And it, it really feels like he doesn't really know what he's doing. Don't, no. Do you, do you he doesn't know what he's doing he's, at all. He doesn't know what he's talking about. It, he's like, oh, it could be pica. It could be an Oedipal complex. How? Um, it <laughs> well, uh, yeah, like what you could like be... loved your mother and needed to like ingest pieces, like a game, like I don't know. Like he's it, just like it naming... could be idolization of dolls as partners, or he might like it. Might just be enjoyment, like yeah. on the way out. And yeah, yeah Bailey's kind of like, how could he enjoy it? And he's like, <laughs> well, he'd enjoy it on the way out. Yeah, it's like. He just, they were like, oh, I know, a psych guy. Let's get him to say some psych things. He's throwing up every possible thing that he could think of, but only, like, the really basic, like, yeah. oh, yeah, these are the reasons. But here, these, it's one of these it's five. Not, it's not that complicated. It's one of these random things. Yeah. When yeah. Pika is usually eating, like, dirt or, like, yeah. crayons mm-hmm. or... Or when you're really pregnant and you are low on iron... You have you can have a form of pica where you crave ice. Yeah, me, you. I did that. Um, yeah, I, and he said, you know, he's kind of too old to be developing pica right now. That's right. like the only sciencey thing he said. Yeah, and um, oh God, his age is kind of weird for that, but um, could be any of these other random things, or maybe you know, I or don't know. maybe something else. Maybe he just likes it. Um, <laughs> so Addison walks by and asks to speak to Meredith, and Bailey is like. Don't look at me for help. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, she, she's she's over it. And Yeah, they're walking and talking. Yeah, Addison's like, well, I assume he told you. And Meredith does not want to talk about it. No, and Addison is kind of looking for some understanding. Like, she kind of yeah. wants... Because Meredith is a part of this, whether she likes it or not. Unfortunately and for Addison her, yeah. is kind of bringing her into it because Derek has brought her into it. You know? Right, right. Like, in order for Addison to sort of make amends with Derek... She has to kind of connect with Meredith. Like, right. there has to be something there. Yeah. Um, and then, she, you know, Meredith doesn't want to talk about it. And Addison is like, oh, so you didn't take him back. Yeah. And that, that pleases the, the lady. Yeah. yeah she, I think she says, like, go girl or something. She calls her good girl. Good girl. Which is <laughs> yuck to me. But yeah. um, Well, she still thinks of her as so young. Yeah, right, right. She doesn't quite get it. But Meredith definitely wants to keep it professional. Yeah. She's like, yeah, oh, she, I don't want she to ask, this. asks to keep their relationship professional. And as she's walking away, Addison is trying to still talk to her. Like, sometimes people do desperate things to get someone's attention. Like, she was trying to... That's why she was sleeping with Mark. Um, Yeah. Is what she was saying, basically. Yeah, for sure. Um, So then we're at lunch. There's two sides to every story. And she's kind of yelling it and, like, looking around like, oh, well, I guess she's not listening anymore. I guess I should stop. (laughs) Um, So we're at lunch and... 
Um, Christina and Izzy and Meredith and George, they're walking with their trays to the table and they see some <laughs> headless Judy bodies. They're definitely Barbie bodies. Definitely Barbie bodies. <laughs> um, on the table, like, whoa, what kind of sicko would do that? That's and they look up. over, of course it's Alex. Of course it's Alex. Christina throws one at him and. <laughs> yeah. Uh, see Judy fly. So Olivia is walking by and says, hey, and George kind of ignores her and. He, he, sa- he says, hey, back, but it's almost like she like she starts a sentence almost like hey George uh like yeah. she's gonna talk more and he just says hey like oh and then yeah like, we're done here like oh we're saying hi that's it <laughs> yeah and then they and all the girls see that kind of give George some advice like oh she's cute she likes you like don't let a little sif get in the way and <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but then Meredith gets really upset about it um well before that oh yeah they yeah. go oh like what is it and izzy goes oh oh because she knows she knows that george has a crush on meredith and then and she says that it's it's the other girl it's he, because of the other girl he hasn't told her that he likes her yet and i'm like mm. izzy like she's such this a is shit. not your thing to say oh george has a little crush like and then he's like it's not a crush it's a thing th- this other girl woman She's all woman. She's all woman. And he's, like, ag- like aggressively playing with the headless Judy doll, like, yeah. bending her arms and legs. He's very uncomfortable. <laughs> and then then Izzy and, or Meredith and Christina get so mad. <laughs> yeah, because of their own personal situations. Meredith is saying, like, oh, you got to tell her that there's tell this other why, girl. George. Tell her right away. Tell yeah. her why. You have to tell Olivia. There's nothing worse than not knowing. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't remember why Christina's yelling, um, but... Yeah, Christina just wants him to tell her why. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. They're both mad. Yeah. And it's, George is kind of like, oh. Like, yeah. yeah it kind of comes out of left field for him. They're yeah. definitely, like, taking it out on him. Yeah. <laughs> Christina blames the estrogen, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Izzy goes, oh, next subject? <laughs> yeah. Let's move on. Oh, let's. This is weird. Sorry. <laughs> um, so, Burke uh, is looking at his OR board. Uh, Derek says it's a mess. Yeah, crowded or seriously overbooked, and yeah, yeah. Burks tries to say that it's crowded, and Derek's like crowded. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a bigger uh, issue than that. And then a different doctor comes by. The the one that was bumped um, in order to fit in the bowel obstruction, whoever yeah. that was, um, and is asking about it. And Derek kind of makes a comment like, uh, "Uneasy lies the head that wears the chief's cap." So wordy. It's just not a good phrase. Like, yeah. I know what he means. Yeah. But it, yeah. it's... Uneasy lies the head that wears the crown or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, And, yeah, somebody else is asking about the Siebert liver. Like, mm-hmm. basically, Burke is getting a little bit bombarded. A lot of things going on, which, you know, Patricia hinted at at the beginning. Virgins. Virgins. <laughs> 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 um, so then Meredith is trying to talk to the bowel obstruction guy. Yeah, Mr. Hubble. She's she's still wondering why. Like, is was it a cry for attention? Like, why was it desperation? Yeah, and he he's just saying no, and she's he like, doesn't well, want to say. But why? Why ten Judy doll heads? <laughs> <laughs> this is the best. <laughs> it's so fucking good. Why ten? Because eleven would have been too much. It just is like <laughs> it's perfectly like illogical to him. Yeah. Well, eleven's too much. Yeah. Like, and I just I wanted to go. <laughs> sure. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Eleven's uh-huh. too much. <laughs> sure. 
It's so, it's like, I like, it, you know, he didn't want to tell her what it was because he didn't want to offend her. And yeah. then, like, he doesn't want to explain it because, like, she won't necessarily get it. And, like, yeah. he's kind of trying to look out for her nicely, like. Because she has such delicate porcelain features. Um, the second he fucking said porcelain, I knew. Damn it. It's the doll guy. Yeah. Uh, so everyone is in the OR. Like, everyone. Like, all the interns yeah. are in this OR. Yep. Um, for, the, for because what's his name again? Mr. Hubble. For Mr. Hubble, yeah. Because uh, Bailey's doing teaching. And yeah. it seems like they need everyone to be searching the bowels, too, to, like, find the heads. Yeah, like, so they're, they have they're to, all, like, like, in different run parts. Run all the way down them, basically, to, yeah. like, find them. And Izzy's talking about how she thinks his mom wanted a girl and only gave him dolls for presents. And... Yeah, Izzy thinks it's a Freudian thing, and Bailey is very familiar with Judy dolls. Oh, yeah, but also Alex, before oh, yeah. that, says uh, that... Maybe his mom looked like Judy and he was into voodoo. And instead of sticking pins in, oh my da, God. Da, da, <laughs> gross. Gross, Alex. Uh, um, so, yeah, as they're kind of pulling him out, Bailey is like. She's very familiar. Knows yeah. what they are. Oh, black Judy with the afro before they switched, made, it. switched it to straight hair. She came with go-go boots and a leather jacket. Yeah, it's really cute. And she <laughs> says that Meredith kind of looked like Maud Judy. Yes, who had a yellow Vespa. Um, and these, the just, I mean, those two particularly sound very, like, she mentions that the the Afro Judy was um, probably collectible. collectible. Yeah. And it seems like a mod Judy would also be, because that would still be kind of 60s. Yeah. Like, these are not just regular like Judy dolls. this week. Yeah. They're these like are old. collectibles that he's had for decades or someone has had for someone decades. yeah his mom has yeah. had for decades uh yeah agreed they're definitely like collectibles so yeah burke comes in um he needs an intern for the harvest and and bailey picks george yep. and then it says in the subtitles someone says see a turbo i don't know what that means. i don't know like someone called him turbo yeah maybe. i but wonder like, that's who not a called... nickname of it's his. not i wonder who was calling him turbo. i don't know and then um i think i saw that too and i don't know who said that it's like maybe alex yeah it's very weird and then burke calls karev stevens yang like he pulls him out to do mm. other stuff it kind of seems like he might have overstepped like, he needs more people. If I was Bailey, I'd be like, excuse me. Like, I, excuse but me. also, she's not one to do that, so. And she's very fixated on the dolls at the moment. <laughs> yeah, she's interested in them. Um, George has met the the donor. Yep. And Olivia's there again. And Olivia's, like, closing the doors behind them when they bring the body in. Uh, <laughs> and she says that the family of the dead motorists is come. They're coming. They're on their way. They're from Portland. And she'll page him yeah. when it's time to talk to them. Because, you know, it's best to learn bad news firsthand. Well, you would want and, to have it firsthand and yeah, to yeah. get some answers. God, she's really dragging her feet. Well, she's really pointedly being like, well, you'd want the person <laughs> who called it to tell you. And she wants, she knows that something, she kind of feels that he is ready to break up with her but he hasn't made it definitive like he has not been like oh no it's over right but and they he's also, avoiding it totally like how much have they really been together since the sif but then they also weren't broken up from that but it's only been a day you know hasn't it or was it two days no it was a day because the so the, joe joe 
was like that next morning. Mm-hmm. So maybe two days. Two days. It's yeah. only been a couple oh, days. You're, you're totally right. It hasn't been that long. Yeah. Because sometimes between episodes, you know, it's been weeks or months or whatever. Yeah. But no, this is very like, recent. Oh, you know what? I like, honestly, I wasn't just, tracking with that. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're totally this right. This only just happened. It's yeah. Fresh. This is like, so what do we do now that I gave you syphilis? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. Like, we got to talk about this, even though you don't want to. So George uh, is looking at the transplant patient. He kind of like knuckles her chest. Yeah, and it kind of makes her move or like take a breath in or something. Like it's her chest like a pumps. Reactive. What's that called? Um, when they do this with the hammer, the uh, reflex. reflex. Yeah. yeah. Um, he says that she's disseverate. Yeah. Disseverate. 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 Yeah. Which um, means the brainstem is still alive. Yes. And the harvest team comes in, and they want to take her, and they're saying, oh, the brainstem just will take longer to die. We'll wait for it. Like, like the cortex is already dead. You know, it's soon to follow. This doctor's name is Dr. Orson. And, okay. um, you know, she'll be dead by the time we get to the OR. And George is kind of like, He's oh, very oh. flippant about it, yeah. Like, hang on. Wait, she's still alive. Like, no, she's like, still alive. I just spent all morning with a dead guy. So. <laughs> I would know. Like, yeah. And this I know what dead looks like. <laughs> totally like, oh, it's fine. She's, she yeah. should die. Yeah, we just got to keep going. Because all these people are waiting for these uh, amazing organs. Yeah, like, yeah. It's fucking yeah. stupid. Uh, um, yeah, Scotty is looking really upset, um, staring off into space. And then you see Alex with a um, a wheelchair. Yep, and he he's, he kind of knocks and says, oh, it smells like hospital in here. Yeah, it's kind of a weird <laughs> little... An Alex thing. Like a joke, or I don't know. Like, and yeah, then, it does. Yeah. And uh, then Dr. Domner is really cranky in surgery with the dad. Yeah, Burke's checking in. He's like, I don't need the practice. Like, And then Burke reports that the transplant committee is fine um, with... Yep, they've given the okay. To take Scotty's liver if he wants to give it. Yep. Because they needed to get that okay. Oh, they they can't just like, do it. Um, and then Christina is working on the mom, mm-hmm. um, and Leah, the mom, wants to talk to Scotty. Christina's like, he needs to decide on his own. Yeah. Like, and um, Leah really knows, like, Christina's judging her. Yeah. She she says, oh, you think I'm crazy or something. What yeah. did she say? Something For like that. Him or wanting to save him. And Christina says, Christina kind of takes a moment, and she she's like, okay, I think you're very emotional right now yeah and when we are emotional it's hard to keep a level head and consider all the facts yeah like the fact is your husband killed a person today right and almost killed your son and you and he's (laughs) beating the shit out of you and like and then leah is like have you ever been in love (laughs) yeah and christina says love Love has has its limits." limits Which is a good line. For oh, like it's so oh, good. Yeah. Which, like, dude, being in a, a relationship like the one Leah is in is a nightmare town. Like, nightmare yeah. factory. That's There is a reason why victims continue to go back. Mm-hmm. Like, the people that do that are not the only ones. There, it's There's a psychological, yeah. like, connect. And so I think she's trying to get some understanding from christina like have you ever been in love and (laughs) christina's like this is not love like no yeah like you need to try to take the emotions out of it and look at it with just the facts yeah and love has its limits love has its limits yeah such a good line Mm -hmm. um derek's walking down a hallway chomping 
Chomping on a snack. <laughs> yeah. Snacking and George runs out and grabs him and tells him about the donor and how she's disseparate. Um, George has the like, really cute curls in his hair. Like it was really humid or something <laughs> yeah. that day. And um, Derek just is like, okay, what's the deal? Like he's like yeah. ready, Dr. Face. And he takes George very seriously. Yes, he does. Yeah. Yeah. He Which doesn't like question him or anything. Um. But yeah, there there's brainstem activity because she's having these reactions to stimulus. So yep. that means something. And they run down and they manage to get to the transplant team in time. I don't know. Uh, yeah, and Meredith <laughs> comes down the stairs too, kind of runs into them. And Derek, he goes, excuse me, Derek Shepard, head of neurosurgery. Mind if I take a look? Yeah. It's like very official. And Dr. Orson is like... Yeah, she's still posturing, but you know, and like, yeah, that other yeah. doctor ran the thing. We'll, we'll, and we'll wait till she's dead. <laughs> oh no, so of course we will. Of course it's, we will. It's like well, I don't horrible. believe you. And then, um, Derek, he's like, "Well, Doctor Hines, you know, at the other thing, Doctor Orson's like, Doctor Hines at the other hospital, he did this and that." And Derek is like, "I don't know, Doctor Hines." Yeah, like basically, like fuck that dude. I don't, I don't care. Like they missed this. What else did they miss? Like, he says, so he's looking yeah. through the, the chart. He's like, where is this She has a stand? tumor on her brainstem. Yeah. yeah. He wants an EEG. They're, like, there hasn't been any sort of... They haven't had enough They scans. Yeah. yeah. He needs more information. And, and Burke is seeing this and kind of comes over to see what's going on. Um, Derek says what he wants to do. And he's like, I insist on it. And yeah. Christina and Meredith are kind of on either side of this like little... Yeah. squabble happening kind of looking at each looking other looking in on the contest again yeah yeah and, and um burke says okay like that's what we're doing if it's my not- if my head of neuro insists which is an, an interesting way to say everything yeah yeah yep then that's what we're gonna do and yeah. he's like it's not me that gets to decide about organ donation it's it's you know and it's the families and um then he also like brings a little piece in of like I have a guy that might not deserve to be saved, but yeah. that's not my call. That's like, not my call, but you know what is? Everything else. Everything else. Everything else. Such a, like, speaking of posturing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, everything else. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they go to take the donor patient to get those tests, and um, Derek has George come with. Yep. Like you're coming. Because it was his catch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So Izzy is kind of jogging out. Alex is. She's got a chapstick in her hair again. Does she? Yeah, she does. She Um, loves those chapsticks, those hair accessories. accessories. She is all about the hair accessories. (laughs) Uh, Uh, Alex is pushing Scotty in the wheelchair outside. um, And Scotty's asking about how what Alex did in his situation. Yeah. Um, Izzy runs up and Alex tells her to back off. Yeah. He, like, bites at her again. Yeah. But and she doesn't back far enough to not hear what they talk about next. <laughs> and he kind of crouches down and it's like, well, I bulked up and I became a wrestler, which we've heard before. Like, that we know, we know, he, was we know he was a wrestler in high school. Yep. From Digby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Digby. R.I.P. Yeah. Um, and he, the next time that his dad laid a finger on his mom he beat the crap out of him but then when his dad got out of the hospital he took off which means alex beat him bad enough to put him in a hospital yes um, and scare him enough to not come back and then alex says but he's still my old man i wish we could have yeah. worked it through yeah he kind of regrets which is an interesting thing that. because 
from a spousal perspective, you know, Christina's saying, mm-hmm. like, you got to be done with this. Yeah. But then from, like, a son perspective, Alex is like, I wish I would have had more time to, like, yeah. work that out. Which is just a, I don't know. I think that's interesting. It is. Yeah, it's a complicated But he is situation. speaking from personal experience. Yep, that was his um, experience. So, um, and Izzy apologizes for interrupting, but but they need a decision right now. Yep. So, yep, she tells Scotty they need a decision. And um, Scotty is back to his, like, rhythmic tapping on his on his yeah, wheelchair. he's tapping on the wheelchair. They're in his mom's room. She's kind of asking the doctors, like, when would this happen? What would happen? Um, and she just looks at Scotty, like, Scotty, Scotty. Yeah. Like, she, she's kind of begging him without words. Like, she really wants him to save Bob's life. And Scotty looks to Alex, and there's this big pause. And then he stops, and it's, like, silent. Yeah, he stops tapping. Which is great. It's a great, like, sound Absence moment. Of sound. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And then he says he wants to do it. Mm-hmm. With conditions. But. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So uh, his mom has to tell the cops about what actually happened in the accident. Yep. And as soon as they get out of there, they will move out. So... Those are him his. and his mom, and then he uses the words "enough is enough," oh. which is the title of the episode. Nice, yeah. I didn't catch that. Yeah, enough is enough. Um, and so Burke, Alex, Izzy, Christina are all in that room because it concerns all their patients. Mm-hmm. Um, and Burke's like, "Okay, like, all right, we gotta go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, we gotta go right now, right now." Yeah. So, um, Burke is on the phone at the nurses station, and um, Christina is very sees it very pessimistically and is like you know she's gonna go back like um and just to mention christina's hormones while the estrogen is making her more emotional her skin looks fantastic yeah it does like she is absolutely glowing Dude. i know she's not really i don't think she was pregnant in no real life, <laughs> but she looks but the makeup amazing it. Yeah. yeah um and then we kind of get back to the like it's not our call like, mm-hmm. we don't get to decide. Like, um, Burke seems to want to get back together, but, like, he can't quite get to it. Yeah, know. he wants to know if she's okay. So, Burke, he wants to know if she's okay because, you know, at the end of the last episode, he looked unsure about his decision. Yeah, for like sure. He, yeah. You know, he's taking off his glasses and stuff. Oh, and my God, the glasses. He, he looked well, very unsure. He's had this conversation with Adele, who's like, Yeah. Oh, is that, you know, this is enough for you? And, this job. and the chief in yeah. the previous episode, like, you're just like me. You yep. put the job first. And Not personal. He's it's... really thinking inside, like, do I? Do I put the job first? Do I want to? Is that what I want? Is, is that, this how I want to run my is life? this enough? Yeah. Is enough is enough. Um, and sh- he asks, you know, are you okay? And, and she says, can I scrub in? Yeah. He she says, doesn't want to go there with him. No. And he that kind of does make him smile. But it's, it's not. Because it's her. And that's. Right. That's what she feels best. In those moments that she's in the OR. There's a reason they started sleeping together. Like, he likes that about her. Yeah. That's, yeah. It makes him kind of smile, but. Yeah. yeah, He says yes, and she says, well, then I'm okay. Yeah. And walks away. Um, She's, again, trying to come back to the professionality and be like. 
Yeah, she she says, yes, Dr. Burke, I'm okay. Like, she refers yeah. to him as Dr. Burke. Usually, I think when they're alone, she calls him Burke. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's just the way that she says it, that it's very... It's very professional. Professional. Trying to really go mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Um, so then we see Derek looking at some scans for of this patient who is going to be the organ donor. Yep. Um, there, it was a tumor on the brainstem, and he asks George, like, have you ever had a really crappy day? Yeah. <laughs> he says, this isn't one of them. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's going to do a surgery. He kicks out everybody who is waiting with the coolers, waiting to do the harvest. Yep, the only surgery that's going to happen is... Or the only person who's going to operate is me or something like yeah. that. Yeah. And then as he's leaving, he says to George, look out for her. Yeah. And George goes, Meredith? And he goes, yeah. Yeah. And kind of leave. It's like he's almost like passing this torch of caring. It's this moment. Yeah. He wants him to look out for her. Because he's, Derek is feeling sort of dejected. He think he's feeling that. He's not going to be able to get her back in right. this moment. That his relationship with Meredith is over, but he he knows that George cares, likes her, and yeah. cares. Well, does he know that George likes her? I feel like he does. I think everybody does. Yeah, <laughs> except Meredith, <laughs> um, or if she does, she doesn't care. But yeah, um, he knows that they're good friends at least. You know. Yeah, and then um, George gets paged. Mm-hmm. So George comes to the ER, um, and Nurse Olivia. The mo- yeah, the motorist family is here now from Portland. Yep. And um, he's going to go talk to the family. But George is like, okay, I'm not over Alex or the Sif. But, like, there's someone else I care about. And then he says, I like you. I just don't like you enough. Yep. He tells her there's another girl. And, yeah, that. that Ouch. Yeah. That That's a really wording shitty way to great. say that. I get that we're trying to bring the word enough around. But it's just, <laughs> just like, oh, ouch. Yeah. Well, yeah, because he refers to the other girl, Meredith. He's like, I wouldn't care if she gave me the Ebola virus. Yeah. Like, he he likes her that much. Um, and yeah, he doesn't like Olivia enough. And she's she's just, she's sad. And hurt, but she's glad that he told her the truth, finally. Yeah, she says, you gave it a shot. I gave it a shot, and you were honest. Yeah, at least you were honest. She appreciates that, which is nice. Yeah. She handles it really well. She does. And he sort of, like, kind of grabs her head and kisses her on the forehead. Yeah. It's a weird thing, but it's He does have feelings for her, but... It's almost like they're more care and friendship than sexual or romantic or yeah yeah or it's just not enough like he has more feelings for someone else yeah who happens to not have any of those feelings for him sorry honey um so um then they're kind of talking about like you know why did we do what we did and yeah um um yeah she she says you know what you're going to tell them when he starts to walk away and he kind of looks over and says, why do we hump on every <laughs> dead yeah. and dying patient, bringing it back around? And she goes, for experience, experience? which is what George had That's said what earlier. That's he said, yeah. And he says, so we can tell their family that we did everything that we could. Yep. He finally got the other half of the answer. Yep. And he's ready to go talk mm-hmm. to the family. So, yep. um, yeah, he we, we see just him, like, walking in and introducing himself. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So then we are in the elevator with Derek and Addison. Mm-hmm. She she has, and she was wearing this earlier, but you get a really good look that she's wearing like a burgundy long sleeve top and matching lipstick. Like it's, not the, it's not the red that she was wearing the other night. It's like a burgundy. Mm-hmm. It looks so good. Damn she's girl. So, she's like I hip and cool and sophisticated. That is, in my like opinion, it's very bold for redheads to wear red yes and she fucking rocks it she rocks it yeah Yeah. she looks so good also confidence gets you a long way yeah (laughs) like no matter what you're wearing if you're not confident she's great yeah she looks she looks great and she knows it um and he he's still sour he's like ah just when my day was improving cool Thanks. Cool. Dude. That's very nice to uh, say. Um, and she's trying to talk to him about their relationship. Like, oh, we, we were getting successful and busy and lazy. And Mark was there. And yeah, he's he mad. Like scratching an itch or something at that point. Like, she's like, he's like, you did that just to like get attention. And she's like, no, like, uh. but, but yeah, she was just trying to get. His attention. Yeah. yeah. And I think... And she's really sorry. <laughs> she is surprised that he told Meredith what happened. Yeah. Um, And... There's that connection there, yeah. And then it's like, you know, at, at least I'm talking. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm sorry. Allison's apologizing, but she's like, at least I'm trying to talk about it. Like, Yeah. And, um... She's not the one he wants to talk to, though. Right. And then... Uh, he he pulls out the metaphor, <laughs> the terrible metaphor that Meredith used at the beginning. He it says, really connected with him. I'm a sink know. with an open drain, Addie. <laughs> he walks she, away. Yeah, he like leaves the elevator. <laughs> Which the only other person that's called her Addie so far is the chief. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of like an old school nickname of hers. Yeah. 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 There's a familiarity there mm-hmm. and a, a history and yeah, because yeah. before he's called her Addison. Yes, when she walked up. <laughs> Addison, what are you doing here? Meredith, I am so sorry. Oh, so sad. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he, he pulls that bad metaphor back around because he got it. And he feels that same way that Meredith feels. Yeah. Or he thinks he does, yeah. Similar. He, he has great empathy. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Meredith is talking to Mr. Hubble and saying that they got them all. They got all the heads. Um and she's asking him how, he, how he's feeling, and he says he feels empty. Yeah. Which is how she was feeling, or is feeling, and she says that, yeah, she's been feeling that way herself a lot lately. Yeah. It's a nice point of connection with her patient, and it doesn't yeah. feel like it's over the line. No. No. It feels Human. earned. <laughs> like, they, they've been building kind of a connection a little bit. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And he says, that, yeah, he could see that. He could see that she was feeling that yeah. way. And she asked, like, why does eating doll heads fill you up? And then there's kind of a little back and forth. And she's like, maybe I don't really want to know. Yeah. He's like, hey, do you really want to know? Maybe, Which is just, maybe I'm better left in the dark. Yeah. Like, it, yeah. Maybe we're better left in the dark. It's just like before when he's like, I don't want to tell you, but it's not drugs, I promise. You know, it's like, yeah. I don't. Yeah. It's the whole thing um, yeah. that they do. So he, he knows that it's weird, but. It's, you know, it's his yeah. thing. Um, so then we see Alex um, sitting at Scotty's bedside. Um, yeah, the voiceover um, is she's saying that there's something to be said about glass. Glass is half empty because at the beginning she's kind of talking about how we want more and more. Mm. Like say when and you know you never want to say it and yeah. yeah and now it's like oh well there is something to be said about glass half empty and you see Burke. 
and he's kind of walking through surveying his chiefdom. You yeah, know? totally. These so, next yeah. couple scenes are just sort of like a Burke montage. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, he's looking at Alex and Scotty. And then um, he's sitting in front of the OR board and the cranky Dr. Domner like very kindly touches his arm as he yeah, walks kind by. Yeah, pats his shoulder. Um, he watches the mom tell the cops the truth. Yes. That's um, big. She's talking to the cops. Um, and then he sees Bailey holding the bag of Judy doll heads. <laughs> uh, just shaking her head looking at it. Like, yeah. Because oh, they have to go in like medical waste. <laughs> yeah. Um, he glances down the hall and there's Christina kind of rubbing her hands, walking into another room. Yep. And they make eye contact. And she keeps moving. Um, I wrote down, well, the song playing in the background is What Can I Say by Brandy Carlisle. And now I can't think of the tune in my head. Nice. Yeah. It's a good little clip there. So I was so sad when you went away. Yeah. Yeah. She was so sad. She was sad. Because it says, I was so sad when you went away, right when he's looking at Christina. Oh. And she looks back at him like she was so sad. Yeah. When he went away. Um, Brady Carlisle is like excellent Grey's Anatomy music. Yes. Yeah, she's yeah. done other stuff too. She's done a few of their their songs. And then um, there's brain surgery happening yes. with Derek and Derek George. Derek and George in the OR. Um, and Burke's sort of looking over them and then... From the observation from deck. From the observation deck. <laughs> and then he walks away and Meredith is immediately standing right behind him. So she couldn't see until he moved. <laughs> it's such a weird... Like, it's supposed to be like... It's a weird state. A dramatic there. reveal that she was always standing there, like, yeah. waiting. But it, yeah. it was like, he clearly stood right, <laughs> right in front of her. Right in front of her. <laughs> or she too? stood right behind him, which either way would be like, oh... Sorry, why do you want me to move? Bye. But she needs more Derek. She's looking kind of down the... and the voiceover says, and all we want is more. Yeah. She wants more Derek. Which also George is there, but she's not thinking about George. That's not who she is. She's never thinking about <laughs> No, I know George. she's not, but it is just a little bit good that that's like uh, the person that he's with, right? Like, Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was funny too. It's supposed to be like really like emotional and you know like Burke walks away and <laughs> she there she is. She could have been standing is. anywhere else in the observation room. She could have been on like the far corner and he didn't yeah, notice her right. or and nope she was right behind him. <laughs> anyway. Oh, man. oh well weird. But yeah enough is enough. Um, enough is enough. Donna Summer, Barbara Streisand. Um, if you want to sing that you can. I don't know all the words are Oh, how it goes. Okay. But, yes. So what do we tell them? <laughs> We've been podcasting what? for like three hours. <laughs> we did a couple episodes in a row. Um, so our email is shadesofgrayspod at gmail. And then shadesofgrayspod is our Instagram handle. Yes. Follow um, us for fun little screen grabs and Yeah. And stuff. like updates about when we post our new episode i usually text katie right after i publish it and then she puts something up Mm -hmm. um 
yeah, it's a good little spot and also, like, can link you to other Grey's fan page kind of stuff, too. Yeah. Um, it's amazing how many Grey's fan page Instagrams have showed up in my Explore page. Yeah. Since, the, yeah, So totally. many. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, I think that's it. Um, thanks for joining us for the Shades of Grey's podcast. Yes. A dark and twisty podcast. A dark and twisty podcast <laughs> from the brand new pod loft. Yeah. The new room. With a photo of Michelle Obama directly in eyesight. Yes. Yeah. It's. I pulled it out of a magazine. Niche. And it has this great pull quote about like, I wake up every day in this house that was built by slaves and like my beautiful daughters. Yes. And, like, yeah. Because that's when she was the first lady and um, I pulled it and saved it and hanging up so it's also sitting with my inspiration graduation card from my parents that I hung on the wall it's like a night to go on the wall yeah Yeah. um I don't know anyway um okay love you guys just live your life um and we'll see you next week thanks guys Bye. bye